Hello, friends. Welcome to Mavs Party. This is Kirk Henderson, editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyBall.com. It is about 1045 here on Friday, December 16th. Thank you so much for choosing to spend part of your Friday, Saturday, weekend, whatever it is, with me. Uh, For those of you who just watched, we watched a really surprising and just delightful beatdown of the... uh, Portland Trailblazers. That is the sixth straight Dallas win over the Trailblazers, as Josh Bo just informed me on our recap podcast. And the Mavericks have really just whooped them repeatedly. It's it's kind of strikes me as one of these styles make fights games where the the Trailblazers just don't have a reasonable answer for Luca. And when they have to throw somebody at him, one of their more like let's just say Justice Winslow, who's a more defensive minded player, it gunks up what makes their offense really cook. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's nice to win despite some of our protestations, you know, frustrations with kid frustrations with Cuban. I think all of us still really want the Mavericks to win. It's not fun doing this when they lose. It's fun to bitch. Don't get me wrong, but it's much more fun to win. Uh, and that's sort of how, how, you know, I, I feel about things when, you know, you get news yesterday that Maxi Kleba is ostensibly out for the season until he's not. It really felt like this this just might be the start of something dark. And instead, they came out and kicked the shit out of Portland. Um, and it's time for us to really give it up to super genius and head coach Jason Kidd, who opted to play his two best players together to really surprising results in that they looked fucking awesome and scored 65 combined points. Ugh. Why is basketball not hard? <laughs> I mean, it is really hard. It's very complicated, but sometimes coaches and stuff make it super complicated. Like, I understand that you maybe don't want to like spam a pick and roll and figure out how to how to to guard it in the playoffs and stuff like that. But the Mavericks need to make the playoffs. So if that means playing their two best players, so that they get five to ten games over five hundred. So be it. Let's see it. Okay. So the Mavericks play the Cavs tomorrow night. I am exhausted because I was up for like twenty six straight hours. Uh, I want to go to bed soon. So let's hang out, relish in this game, and let's try to keep it maybe under 40 minutes tonight. Coming up first, I want to hear from Chris Haley, who drove from 95 hours away <laughs> or wherever he lives in Texas to to watch the game live. So what's Yeah, up, I live man? in San Angelo, about four hours away from Dallas. Yeah, it was fun tonight, and I think I might be the good luck guy because this is my second game I've gone to this season, and both games have been a blowout. So it was the Memphis game. Ooh. And- and this game, so I might have to need to go to more games just to kind of help you guys out. So, <laughs> that'll love you out. That. yeah, it was um, just just being, yeah, it was fun. Um, the whole Christian Wood thing, I just, oh, that Luca dunk, oh my, I had a perfect view for that. That was that was, that was awesome. Um, so, I, I want to hear from the chat too. I want to hear your response. Was that the best Luca dunk of his career? I, I, it has to be at least top three. I mean, he doesn't have that many dunks, so it's all kind of. There's the the one that I really like struck me is like that should be his career definer is the the one in Denver that was should have been a game winner but got ruled off because the Mavericks couldn't play defense his rookie year, right? And then that one that was awesome, right? It, it kind of sucked when you were there. I couldn't see Luca play the fourth, but I know we got to get got a game tomorrow, so obviously he's he's going to need to rest. But it, it, this has to be the game where it shows you Christian Wood needs to start. I mean. Do you think it's a case of Dwight Powell starting? Like, it doesn't matter how we start, it's how we finish. Is that Jason Kidd's thing, or does Dwight have the dirt on somebody? No, or- I mean, some some <laughs> of this is I, – I really think it's how we finish. 
because Powell's not more than a 20 minute a game player and you do have to spread minutes around. Right. I mean, and he wasn't and Luka, in. I mean, after the first quarter, I don't think I maybe he started the third. I don't even remember, but um well, he started the third and got he he left the game with a thigh contusion. He he might be missing some time. Ooh, see, he, I, I didn't even notice when you're there in the moment. You just don't know. Sure. I just didn't notice. He he got he uh, was he he was doing kind of like the the old Tyson Chandler verticality, but only you know with his short stubby arms and got kneed right above his knee on the inside of his thigh oh, and God. basically hobbled to the locker room. So well, here we go. Th- this could be like a blessing in disguise. I don't want anybody ever be hurt, but Christian Wood. It's probably going to be starting now. And he has to, unless unless JaVale McGee starts, in which case we riot. <laughs> God, he embarrassed himself out so there. You, <laughs> as long as we understand that JaVale McGee is starting. Like, this is <laughs> – Right, like, right. This is, it's going to happen that way. But, uh, no, it's, it feels great to get a win because I was uh, – last thing, I was just driving to Dallas and just hearing that After Dark uh, podcast you had, and it, it just got really dark in there. Man, you know? I was – I'll tell you what. It, so I woke up at 4.30, drove to A&M, waited 10 hours for, like, dog vet appointments, then drove home. And I, 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 I was busy arguing all morning with people. Like, Bob Sturm of The Ticket had some tweets. I just – I disagree with every single one of his basketball takes on Twitter. I just got to get that out in the open because even tonight he's like, what if we drafted our next playmaker? It's like Jaden Hardy plays seven minutes. Can we relax? But he had made, he was making some really truly like factually incorrect arguments about the bucks, about how they weren't good until they traded for drew holiday. They won 60 games in 56 games that the, hmm. it's like they fired Jason Kidd and then they started winning a ton of games. Anyways, I was, and I was like angry online because I was exhausted. And then you get the maxi news and I went from being pissy to being like legitimately depressed. Because right. Maxi is is by all intents and and you know I still don't know how to feel about the season, but Maxi is kind of the keystone where he can't play more than twenty five minutes, but those twenty five minutes are damn important. Right. One one quick question before I get off. Like worst case scenario, I, I don't think we're bad enough because I think we're definitely good enough to make the plan. Right. But let's say we're let, let's say if we're bad enough not to make it, so we we keep our draft pick. Are we done with this whole Knicks trade? Yes, or, if they if they send the pick to the Knicks, i.e., after so the, the the only the only time we know when the pick conveys is after the like the draft lottery, where okay. that's where it conveys officially. I'm pretty sure, and, but it's before the draft, so it's it is what it is. Like that's well, when if we keep if player. we keep our pick, does that delay it like a couple more years? Where we might have to give them a pick 2025. It does. Oh, see, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, we're not done with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's like this is why pick protections, like I'm of the opinion, it's a it's an inside baseball thing, but pick protections I think should be outlawed. I also think the NBA should really consider rescinding the Stepian rule, where if you don't know what the Stepian rule is, essentially the Cleveland Cavaliers traded tons of back-to-back picks in the late in the mid to late 80s. Hmm. Um and they were just awful. Like, the, the, like we're talking horrendous trades, like the most one-sided stuff kind of in NBA history. Now, the secret fact that doesn't get discussed about this is that they often traded with the Dallas Mavericks, which is why <laughs> yeah, the Mavericks but... went from being a, fran- a, uh, a franchise startup in 1980. By 1988, they're making the conference finals. Like, that, that's hard to do, and they did it by basically fleecing the Cavs. I, that's also my theory, my karma theory, why the Mavericks never uh, uh, trade up um, – move up in the lottery because they get they sold their souls to in the in the yeah. club anyways i'm off on a tangent when i said i didn't want to talk that long <laughs> well hopefully the the, the knicks won't uh, hunt uh you know the for lucas first 10 years of his career so 
hopefully we yeah yeah we'll, we'll i'll just move on from that i'll let somebody else come up but yeah sure. great friend tonight, so. all right man talk soon drive safe okay coming up next let's go with troy because troy has a fantastic jacket as his avatar what's up man kirk you said it right when you said this game was delightful it was just we had it you know second half we came in didn't let up and it was because of offense. And I get it. Jay Kidd wants to build defense, and that's great. And we, we are. Don't, we don't have defensive players. Especially with Maxie out and Josh Green out. Right. And it's like, oh, wait. We have to play guys that can score. Oh, let's, let's 2002 let's, the shit out of this Mavericks team and just go nuts. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Oh, wait. Yeah. We're scoring all over the place. So... I get it, and I want to have a defensive team. I really do. But when you have these guys that can score, like Seawood and Dimwitty to a point, especially Luca, you know, let's just beat the pants off of these guys by scoring. Let's not try and create identity that that isn't who we are. You know, that's my. T- I mean, that's sort of where I've been for a while because unless you have two-way players you cannot build a two-way team last year's Mavericks sort of found two-way players that they played seven and a half guys from January 1st on and now one of the key cogs in that is probably going to miss they said six to eight weeks dudes who tear their hamstring are never the same again like again it is a catastrophic injury particularly for somebody that uses verticality and quickness like Maxi does so I'm very sad But right now with where we are with the team that we have, let's see how many games they can win. I understand it's not a recipe for playoff success, but did anybody with this team think we were really going to do anything in the playoffs? I just want to get there. Yeah, agreed. And it's, it's so tight, this race in the Western Conference, that you win two, three, four games in a row – you're right, right back in there, you I know, mean, Memphis, Memphis, I think is riding a seven game win streak and they're on top of the West after being middle of the pack. I mean, that's, that's exactly right. All right. Well, Kirk, appreciate you. That's all I want to say. I'll sure. uh, let someone else jump in. All right. Talk soon, bud. Let's see here. Let's go to Matt. Welcome to the show, Matt. Been a long time since you've been sure, in here. What's going on? I can. Hey, it's been a while since I've been on this. Uh, green room so i thought i'd hop on here um really big fan thanks so much for everything you do um so this is a huge huge win for us i think um i think just the fact that uh portland is pretty hot before this game yep um and they got a good start to the season and kind of fell off a little bit but you know they were pretty hot before this game i was thinking this may be this may possibly be a loss but i i think the Mavs responded pretty well um do you really think that Jason Kidd could possibly try and start JaVale tomorrow? I, oh, yes. I sincerely hope not. But. Oh, yes. And it's less for me being in – and I promise it's less me being an ass and more for the same reason that I think he starts white, <laughs> where they want to they wanna control minutes, um, and you just got to do something. But Yeah, because I, I honestly, I was kind of su- – not really surprised, but I was hoping that – they would start Wood tonight with the the maxi injury, and then I saw Dwight Powell still out there. I'm just like, gosh, dang it, man! I mean, it's going um, to be like 2020, like 2027, and Dwight Powell's still going to be starting basketball <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, um, 
something real quick. Uh, I listened to one of your um, After Dark podcasts, and I know you mentioned that Isaac Harris of Locked On Mavs had uh, originally praised the JaVale McGee trade. Yep. Um, and it was really funny because he's actually rescinded that. Oh, I know since. he has. I just, I, I it's like, cause it's, it's the same thing with, with my takes on Brunson. Like you put something that spicy into the universe, folks let you hear about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I just thought that was funny, but, um, man, he, even in garbage time, he really didn't look the greatest, but well, he tweet, like, I don't know if you're on Twitter, the motherfucker tweeted at halftime, a bunch of photos of himself going into games in different outfits and, I saw, I saw the tickets. Um, Jake Kemp t- tweet out like, "Are you serious with this?" Because I just missed it. I don't follow Javale at all because I, I don't want to lose my mind. And it's like he's just not a serious basketball player. He's going to be on our team for years though, because if, if they can't, unless they trade him for salary reasons, he's he's not going nowhere. Man, that's no, I didn't know that. I'm not on Twitter at all, which yeah. may be a, like a good or bad thing but. oh it's a great thing for your sanity though it is fun <laughs> mid-game he but it's like it's one of these things where players are not supposed there's a thing with kevin love years ago where he got in trouble for like tweeting during a game it's just one of those things it's like categorically frowned upon now it was probably like a scheduled thing that he misscheduled i do that all the time but it still really made me laugh where i'm just like if this is not emblematic of what this guy is doing with the mavericks then i don't know what is because it's a bunch of nothing and like buff you know it just it's it's so silly. So is that as bad as getting a hot dog during halftime? Ooh, good God, what a great callback. <laughs> I don't know. The hot dog thing might be the best thing that ever like it's such a funny thing. Well, the funny thing, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we'll we'll see if possibly uh Nerlens gets back on the map. God. I don't know if that's possible. I've not addressed but... that because it wouldn't be good for Josh Bo's mental health cuz Bo <laughs> loved Nerlens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, I'll I'll get off here in a second, but I, I, I do want to emphasize I totally agree. I think we really need to just emphasize our strength on offense and um, definitely, like you said, saw that with Christian Wood and Luca playing together. Well, um, here's, here's the funny part, Matt. Josh Bow has figured this out because he uses all these fancy basketball stats. I'm too stupid to figure out. But the Mavericks play the second best defense in the league off or, off of a made basket. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I've heard you say that a lot. So, yeah. So why don't we score a bunch of points, and maybe they'll play better defense? <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> hey, that's a good. That's a good argument for sure. It 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 is really funny though how Jason Kidd's probably going to be forced now to start Christian Wood, and that's been a subject for a while. Um, I I think there there was you know two camps of people that were thinking that you know it doesn't necessarily matter if you start because you're going to get it more so matters if you finish and how many sure. and how many minutes you get. But it's at this point where we've had so many bad starts that that Cleveland start was terrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe I watched that whole game. Um, and uh, it's gotten to the point where you just need to get good starts now. Yep. So at that point, I would agree that it does matter who starts. <laughs> um, so We'll we'll see kind of what goes on from here. Um, the good thing is is that Luca did rest the whole fourth quarter, so hopefully that helps tomorrow. It so. does. I, I'm really glad about that. I I looked this up during the game. Luca has now where is my Twitter feed? Really, really great audio content. Luca has now scored 890 points in 989 minutes. 
He is a good basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of talk. Uh, I need to get off, but I mean, there was a, there was a lot of talk I know about his uh, body language the last game. And um, Simply Biased was, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with his stuff on YouTube, but um, Simply Biased was talking about it oh, quite yeah. a bit too. And, you know, it, it's, I completely get his frustrations, but I, I think maybe an unpopular take. I mean, I, it, it probably is getting to the point where some of his reactions on the court are getting pretty toxic, but he, he seemed to really bounce back tonight. Like I, I feel like beginning of the game, he was not showing very much pushback or negative emotion at all. So I'm pretty sure he's probably pretty cognizant of um, hopefully he's aware of how the body language can really affect, you know, I know he's still young, but it's, he's the leader of this team and he, he just has to grow into that. Yep. Um, so, you know, I love Luca. He is so he's everything for this team. He, he's not perfect. He still has some things to work on and, you know, kind of just controlling emotions and body language is one of them. Um, and you know, but he'll. I, I have confidence he'll get better, especially if they win. Winning solves I do too. a lot of things. So that's right. Um, winning, thank winning you. Cures all. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much for letting me on. Uh, have a good rest of your night. Thanks, bud. Hope you come back. All right. Let's go to Ewan. What's happening, guy? What's up? Ah, oh, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Winning, winning is good. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was good. That was. That was. Man, Luca, Luca, Luca! Um, he's giving us a lot of highlight plays over the last week. <laughs> he's just doing his thing. So we didn't talk about this because we were mad after the Cavs game. The replay of his behind the back pass through traffic to the corner is one of the silliest things he's ever done. Yeah, the Tim Hardaway, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was. And even even tonight, the the fake, the ball fake, like he just he he like. His right hand, he like he's passing it, but he had the ball in his left hand, and he did the fake with the right hand, and then that got the defender moving that way. And it's like all that happens, it happens so slow, but at the same time, and his brain is happening so fast. It's like it's crazy. Like in in the post game, you know, um, they was doing like a replay of the whole situation, and they were showing, you know, of course you got to respect the shot because he can shoot from anywhere. The guy the defender comes up down. Like you got it's just he just a the ultimate weapon on the court. It's well, just, I still like as he's going through it. Thought does it just never crosses my mind that Luke is going to dunk the basketball? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because he's just so like, 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 like oh, I'm just going to get through, and then boom. And I was like, I was in the kitchen making a drink, and I never yell at the TV anymore because it's just my wife's tired, my dogs are asleep, and I and I go, oh. <laughs> from like all the way across the room like that was it was great that's that's why we watch hoops though yeah the denver the denver dunk is probably the best dunk of his career so far because like that dunk was a dunk like they was not expecting that at all and nobody remembers it though because they fucking lost but yeah, that was an a, incredible dunk yeah he missed the free throw on that and one. Oh, that's, that's right that's, that's what it yeah, was he missed, he missed the free throw yeah he missed the free throw so that that, that that's what killed that and um you know Try to keep it all positive tonight, but Frank Frank actually he actually played well tonight. He actually played better than DFS tonight. So that was like, you know, that was that was good to see him actually, you know, put the ball on the floor and put the ball in the basket. You know, some kind of positive on the offensive end. And um, like everyone was saying, like the pick and roll with Luca and Wood is just like, it's like 
maximize your best players. Like you said, we have the best defense out of made baskets. We just have to emphasize scoring the ball. And then and when everybody's going, then they'll be more hyped to play defense. That's just the logic is there. Just I understand why kid won't do it from a coaching tactic perspective, but you got to look at your guys. It's not like you have a bunch of hungry dogs out there waiting to go, you know, slap the floor and play defense like it's Duke in 1992. Like this is this is a group of guys that like scoring. Like they, they, the renewable energy source for the Mavericks is buckets. Yeah, and like like I said on the last on the last one when we lost um last um green room um when I was talking about Luca shot attempts like they had a, a stat that Luca has ninety one percent of his shots made is if unassisted if, if, unassisted yeah like that shows the guy's working man and I mean he's <laughs> he's he's working and. You know, sometimes when you know he go for the rebound and he he's on the floor for like, you know, he takes a nap. It's like he's getting clobbered going to rebound because he's our best rebounder. So sometimes, you know, that, that takes a toll. And then lastly is Spence. I don't know, you know, we always talk about his three point percentage, like, yo, can he keep it up? Can he keep it up? But as a spot up shooter, this guy is like money right now. It's like you get him the ball, he's just I don't know, he just he automatic right now. He's looking like the catch and shoot stuff is pretty impressive. Yeah, it, it's it's just pretty impressive. I mean, the Mavericks. This was this was a nice bounce back win in a lot of ways. I I don't know if we're going to be feeling that we're you know the Cavs are really good. Do you want to you want to know something? I just want to share this with the group. Everybody's already listening to the podcast tomorrow, but for you guys who are listening live, are you know this? What do you think Donovan Mitchell is shooting uh, on? Um, basically, off the dribble threes. Like, guess a percentage. Yeah, I listen to the pod, so I know what the percentage is. But <laughs> for yeah, yeah, the, the chat's already throwing it in. Forty-five percent. It's forty-six percent. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. That's fu- it's disgusting. Well, you know, at, at least you know Grant went off the last time against us. At least we focused on not letting you know him kill us again. So you know, it seems like the defense is is you know we getting more keen in defensively. So hopefully tomorrow we can um you know try our best to at least contain Mitchell a, a little bit. You know, so yeah. But um, at least we're both coming off a of back to back because he, yeah. he was eight of fifteen from three tonight. What the fuck? But the 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 efficiency of Luca and Wood tonight, you know, pretty much what eleven of seventeen, eleven of eighteen. Like you got to keep that going. Spread the ball, you know, move past the ball around. But sp- like you said, spam the pick and roll, spam the pick and roll because they don't yeah. know what to do. They don't know. What I don't to care do. if there's tape of it for the playoffs. Let's get to the playoffs. Exactly. All right. Talk we'll, soon. Thanks we'll, for hanging. Tomorrow we'll be back at it. <laughs> That's right. Okay, coming up next, then Brandon, what's up? Oh, I'll tell you, I'm tired. Brandon, you there? Audio uh, might not have picked up for him yet. Um, all right, we'll invite you back up here in a few minutes. Um, let's go then with Rain. How you doing, Rain? Hopefully you can continue the rest of your day in a good mood after after this game. Um, hit the hit the unmute button there. Think I can hear you. Not sure. All right, we'll invite you back up here in a second um, once we figure out audio issues. All right, my guy Clint, Mavs Moneyball Zone. Even though you don't write anything for me these days, God, that's a funny profile photo. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Uh, so, hey, I was at a. Very mediocre stand-up comedy show, and I missed this game. So am I to understand the Mavs are good again? I mean, they look good. They look great. They 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 did the weird thing where they played good players together, and happy basketball was 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 had. 
That's some radical coaching. So you're saying they put the best guys out there at the same time. They did, and it worked. They they overwhelmed Portland. Interesting. Uh, you know, it sounds a little too new age for me. I don't know if they can maintain <laughs> it. Um, I'm much more of the Jason Kidd style of like uh, pissing off your best players. So yards uh, in a cloud of dust, basketball. Exactly. So I just I'm afraid that uh, Kidd is getting a little too woke. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, that's one of the funniest things that's ever been said on this podcast. You're ridiculous. Well, well, thank you, Kirk. Um, hey, I don't have a whole lot to add, obviously, because I didn't see the game. I just uh, wanted to say thanks for, for covering it. I'm sorry. I'll try to write something soon. Um, I kind of think of myself as like the Theo Pinson of Mavs Money. You're a good writer and a funny guy, and you just need to do it more often and not worry about it. Like I, you got to understand, Clint. I said yeah, after the last game that the Christian Wood experience isn't for me, and he put up 32 points tonight. Like, you, you know, you go. It's it's just like going. Up, I, I imagine it's not dissimilar from going up on stage as a, as a stand up comedian like you do on occasion and just bombing. Yeah, I didn't bomb tonight, but I did for the first time get like actively heckled, by the way, um, where I, you know, a lot of times it's fun to like make a self-deprecating joke. If something doesn't work, sure. you'll kind of comment on that. And I, I had a somewhat dirty joke that didn't work. And I just said something like, you know, is this a Sunday school meeting or something like that? And a lady just said, no, that just wasn't funny. <laughs> really loud. And I was and I was like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It wasn't. Damn yeah, it. Nothing else to say, but, but <laughs> the, the thing right, is, Clint. the thing is, uh, the reason I don't write more, Kirk, is because there's just so many brilliant writers at Mavs Moneyball doing so much good stuff that I'm usually just looking for a dumb joke, and those don't always come out as well. But here's the thing, Clint. I edit everyone into brilliance. Half the writing is garbage. I'm just that's true. It is all <laughs> you. Um, so when I said there were many uh, brilliant minds, I really just meant you, Kirk. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. Thanks hey, thanks for, for having out. me, dude. Oh, yeah. That's, that's great. Brandon, let's try it again. What's up? Second time's a charm. How you doing, Kurt? Damn, Damn right. Welcome. Um, I was thinking about what you said about Maxi and uh, the injuries, hamstring injuries specifically, have always been like a curse to the Mavericks. Um. I remember, like, O.J. Mayo was out for a while, him, Harrison, um, Chandler Parson, and I think Devin Harris was always stuck with some type of hamstring. Harris, Harris did have some hamstring. It's just like when you're a super athletic guy, things like that are going to happen. I mean, it's just – it's Rob James Harden. I mean, it's effectively into James Harden's career. I feel – I mean, he's still playing, and he's still, you know, a real smart guy, but it's – Maxie's attributes are – you know, verticality and being able to deal with banging in the post. And if your hamstrings con like always under threat from being tight, it just, I don't know. It just worries me. I hope he's all right. I hope I'm overreacting. Yeah. But sheesh. I mean, think about, I mean, how long it takes for people to recover when they do come back. A lot of those guys, they come back and then they go out for, you know, a standard period. So I'm kind of like you, um, but that injury and then the injury to the white made me think, man, they're kind of thin on the big side. Um, somebody brought up New Orleans, but, you know, in a worst-case scenario, they really had to play really small ball and maybe slide Dorian over. Donis Bertans, have... center of the future. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm telling you. Hopefully he'll get some, some threes going. Uh, 
But uh, I was I was thinking about you know uh, Luca, and I know a lot of people have been you know um, speculating about you know what he could do in the future um, based off his body language and everything. And me personally, I feel like uh, you know just being optimistic, I have to take him for his word. He says he want to be at Mavericks. So I just had to you know kind of trust on that. And I was just looking at you know probably I guess the best uh, comparison of somebody that's loyal outside of Dirk is, you know, um, I mean, Paul Pierce, even though he went to the Nets, he was, you know, Celtic for an extended period of time. And, you know, he had some really tough years, uh, but, you know, he pretty much stuck with it. And, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, Luca kind of, you know, does that same thing, you know, try to try to wait it out and see what, what could happen. Um, and I mean, I just kind of hope he has a, a legacy like Paul Pierce as well, because you know they got the same body type. Sure. They both play that same same slow motion. I mean, they're, they're pretty much the same height, same weight, and everything. Both play that slow style of ball, and that seemed to work well for Paul. You know, not being really you know playing above the rim kind of was good for his knees. You know, even though he had a couple, lot of back injuries, you know, kind of like Luca, but um, he preserved himself well by shooting threes and just you know bodying those guys. So um, you know, hopefully. You know, Luca takes that that role, and you know, um, everybody's pretty much quiet in a couple of years. Whenever, hopefully, when the Mavs get their stuff together. Well, you know, I think this season is gonna. You know, I, I was feeling very dark about it last night, and I might be feeling dark about it tomorrow night. But I see, it, I sort of see a path if if they sort of abandon what Kid wants to do and do what the strengths of the team are. I don't necessarily think it means they win a playoff series, but I think they could be top six in the West if they just go try to beat everybody on offense. Oh, kind of like a um, pretty much what Phoenix used to do whenever they just run dudes I mean, off. I'm, I'm the the team in my mind is like the 2000 to 2003 Dallas Mavericks. I mean, the 2003 yeah. Mavericks should should have won the NBA title, but where you know that's a different story for another day. But they yeah. were so they just you know they were awesome on offense. Yeah, they they were really awesome on offense. Um, they were they were young too. Well, I take that back. They weren't very young, but they had a lot of they had a lot of scoring power. Yeah. Um, on on that team too. But I mean, to me, I'm just like when you look at that team, I kind of wonder if kid is kind of looking at it like, what are these guys? You know what I mean? What can they do? Kind of how they put you know Frank in today, and he he kind of showed up. I wonder if kid is kind of like, let me see exactly what I have because. Those guys are really getting a lot of garbage minutes, and that's pretty much the sample size that, I mean, for me, that's the sample size I've seen is garbage. Outside of the playoffs, it's garbage minutes for um, Frank and Theo whenever he was there. So I kind of wonder if kids is like, let me see what we got, because um, from an outside view, I mean, it just when you look at the score, when you look at the box score, you just see Luca and a couple of guys here and there scoring 20. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for uh, joining. All right, thanks, Kirkman. Take care. Talk soon. All right, Rain, you're gonna we're gonna give you one more try. What's up? How's the audio now? There we go. Welcome. Oh, great to have a win. Yeah, I can have a good evening for once. That's right. Uh, playing good players, you know, gets good results. Um, I'll say I didn't mind Frank's minutes so long as he wasn't dribbling the ball and trying to play make. Yeah. I think the lineup where they tried Luca Wood 
with three defenders on the floor with, um, was it DFS, uh, Reggie, and uh, Nilakina. And even the lineup where Tim Hardaway was in for Reggie didn't didn't play terribly. The off of the defense didn't look too horrendous. Now, this was also Portland, who are you know, not necessarily playing the best at this moment or in this game. But so, so before this yeah. game, their last six, they were five and one with a point differential north of twelve points a game. They were kicking the shit out of people. So this this feels like a pretty it feels like a strong victory when you think about it in that context. But the Mavericks just seem well, to own them. I take back that previous statement then. Holy shit. I was, yeah. My, it was way off in my head. Maybe I just assumed, oh, the Mavs are winning. It must be a below 500 team. Like, that's what I yeah, think. I well, look at them and I'm like, it's the Blazers. And they're, they've won 16 games. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was on Reddit about five minutes before the start of the next the third quarter. And someone put up a post saying, what is it going to take for uh, Wood to start? And I immediately commented for Powell to get injured. And about five minutes later, I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) I didn't actually want him to be injured. Um, But, you know, all hopes and prayers that he's going to be fine. I do hope they rest in the next game just to give him a little bit of rest and maybe to start Wood. But on the other hand... We just saw that the Cavs are not a good matchup for Christian Wood. Having two guys over 6'10 to get in his way is just not a recipe for success with Wood. And I'm afraid that we will finally get Wood starting with Luca, and it's not going to go well because it's a particularly bad matchup. And that's just going to be kids' ammunition to go never again. See, I, I, I just Wood, – Wood is slight. And what I – so he's a little under, 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 not even, he's not undersized. He looks he's really small. Skinny. He's skinny for a yeah. big guy. And, and they bullied him a little bit. And I would hope that if he's playing the same team twice in a week, he'll come back, he'll look at whatever game tape they had and realize he needed, because he played with a lot of force tonight. I mean, Nurkic yeah. is a big man and he abused him both like, and not just by being like quick. He went into him in a way that was really impressive, and I hope carries over for the second straight game. Well, maybe his timid play comes from Jason Kidd being a fucking terrorist and just <laughs> torturing him and waterboarding him to not making mistakes, and he's afraid to attack the basket or lose the ball. Um, but, I, you know, it's a win. I'll take it. They got to rest Luca and some starters. When was the last time that got to happen? Um I mean, I'm going to be honest, the the Luka dunk, because the last time we saw Luka dunk, I was like, oh shit, the vibes are too good right now. Something's going to go drastically fucking wrong. Yeah. And, uh, well, it didn't. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, let someone else up to speak. Thanks, bud. Talk soon. All right. Let's go with Brantley. What's up, man? Hey, Kirk. How's it doing? It's good, good. Come a little closer, Mike. We'll look for the green ring around your name to light up. That'll tell that your your audio is coming through well. All right, can you hear me? Hey, there we go. All right. So I, I want to talk about two end of the bench players tonight. Mark Cuban and Tony Romo. Who? Who? Oh uh, yeah, exactly. So the the first thing is Kimball Walker. Um, so first about him, the. Open catch and shoot three for Luca that he got for him tonight was one of my favorite plays of the season. 
because no one else in the team can do that. That's true. And it reminded me of something Bill Simmons was talking about last week, actually, where he said the Mavericks should use Kemba like the Celtics are using Blake Griffin, where they Once play him, where they play him one game a week mm. and play him twenty five minutes in that one game. I mean, he looked really good. Yeah. I, I, it was never a question of his talent; it's a question of pain tolerance, and. It wouldn't like I don't expect him to play tomorrow night at all, for example. So maybe there maybe there's something to that. Yeah, because he he can provide, but he can't provide often. Right. Yeah. And then the second the second thing I want to talk about was McKinley Wright, who has not played for the Mavericks this season. And I have nothing against him, but I think with the injuries to Maxi and Dwight Powell, potentially, the Mavericks might want to use that second two-way contract on a big man. I mean, it's interesting you bring this up because when I saw that they gave their second, like I liked McKinley Wright to play a great deal, but I always thought it was a little bit interesting to give the second contract to a guard for a team, you know, and, and it goes both ways where it's like on the one hand, well, yeah, the Mavericks need another ball handler. But then you, you it's just sort of in, with hindsight in mind, it feels sort of obvious. Like, why didn't they sign another big to that position? And I, honestly, it's just because the league is so damn guard and, and wing driven. That's got to be part of it. I, I wouldn't. I'm sort of worried that the Mavericks are going to make a bit of a panic move for someone. But I just don't. You know, you're listening to the various NBA trade podcasts with people who actually have their pulse on things, and it seems like the Mavericks are are kind of looked at as a team that will go do something. But like, who's out there? What do the Mavs have to give? Like, they they cannot in their right minds trade another first round pick for anything. So it just it feels like right now that that maybe they're going to go bargain hunting. I mean, someone made a horrific joke in a chat that I'm in. Hey, Hassan Whiteside is still out there. Um, I just I don't know what they're going to do. Because they do. They yeah. need depth. The they're, they're the one that really makes sense is Cal Kuzma is on an expiring deal, and he is not going to re-sign with the Wizards. But you, you think for the Mavericks? I, I think that the Wizards are going to give him up for less than most people think they would. Mm, interesting. I don't think he – I think he wants to be the man on his own team. Because he's already gotten his ring, so it's like I don't think he would really want to play with Dallas. That's just my opinion. But I, I, like, I, I agree. I player. agree. I don't think he would resign with Dallas. But oh, I, see I what think saying. he's. I think he's getting traded somewhere this mm. season because the Wizards are in a bad place. That's an interesting thought. I'm really giving him much thought just because I don't. I don't know what. Number one, I'm garbage at trades. But number two, I just wonder what they would actually give for him. I saw. Yeah, I mean, I saw a um, a Dwight Powell and Josh Green for Kuzma trade God, from someone outside of the Mavericks. Holy shit! Everyone in here would riot at that. God, that'd be they funny. would, but it makes sense. That would be funny. I don't even know how to feel about that one. Well, I like the the flames on it. That'll that's that's just something that's going to get people talking. Okay, but uh, yeah, that. Glad we won the night. 
It's to make right. whatever happens tomorrow feel a little bit better. At that's least. that's true. That's true. All and, right. Well, and the Cavs had a very close game with the Pacers tonight, so they're going to be tired tomorrow more than the Mavericks will. That's a good take. Well, thank you for joining, Brantley. Thank you for having me. All right. Talk soon. Come. All right. Coming up last, my man Micah. Mike always sends me a DM wondering when the hell I'm starting this thing after after Mavs game. So hit the unmute button. Tell us what you got, buddy. Hey, what's going on, Kurt? Just uh, you know, enjoying the fact that the Mavericks won. Yeah, nice win. Um, much as I enjoy the win, man, I've been watching the NBA for like over thirty years now. Are the Blazers just forever cursed to be the team that makes you think they're contenders and quickly remind you that they aren't? I mean, I certainly think and, so. I certainly think so. They're, Dame Lillard is such an unbelievably talented player, but I mean, when was the last time a team won? Like, it's got to be like the 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 friggin' Pistons in nineteen like eighty nine or whatnot when they won with Isaiah Thomas. Like, winning with a, a small guard as your best player is just hard. I mean, well, not just not just one, but two. Like, I mean, yeah, that's. The only, like, I was trying to think back through history, and that's the only small backcourt that I could think of that won was Isaiah and Joe Dumars. Like, Joe Dumars was undersized. I think that's he was true. Like, he's like 6'3". But other than that, I've, I've never seen it work. And I don't know if it works in today's NBA when you got wings that are at the point of attack that are just – Giants, like you know, six, seven, six, eight, and coming off the wing, and I don't know. It's just easy to pick on guys like that. Yeah, like, but I mean, their their other backup guard or not backup. Um, what's his name? Young man just signed an extension of a deal. Um, their their other their other guard is is also a small player, and well, yeah, every Simmons. Yeah, Simons. He's really he's amazing, but it's just yeah. like the the team is built to sort of help play defense around those two, and then Luca comes in and just detonates on them because no, none of those guys are good enough to defend him. I mean, who is? But it was it was kind of painful to watch. Like he just abused them. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Nurkic is still terrible on defense. Yeah. And oh, you. Eubanks is atrocious too, and that's that's the thing. Like, look, I, I I know we don't have the personnel, and it's just something that costs you in the playoffs. Sometimes you can win a lot of regular season games, like just having explosive offense and being mediocre in defense. But but like you're saying, at this point, just get get to the playoffs. At least have something. Yeah, that's right. Well, you got anything else for us? And that dunk was so nasty. That was like, bad. Yeah. That was a fun one. Like he's he's had some wild dunks. But still, look, even though it's old Dwight, I, I still love that one where he put, put Dwight on a poster last season. Who were the, what team was Dwight on last year? I'm trying people are mentioning it. I didn't want to Dwight, know, I don't remember the dunk. No, 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 no. This must have been like two seasons ago then that I'm thinking about. Was he a Lakers? 
he was with the Lakers when he when it happened. Oh, okay, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was definitely a good one. But he's right, like, oh else my. For us? No, that's about it. All right, appreciate you, uh, you, you know, uh, sending me a message. I, I always want to do these. We get to them as quick as I can, but I got to tell you, I always crack up when you when you're like, "Hey, when are we doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow All night. Right, I uh, hope. Absolutely. All right, have a good one. All right. Wonderful, great win. Shout out to my man Charles in the chat who sent me a message that that he thought the Mavs were going to win after the uh, the guy playing the violin to uh, for the national anthem. Everybody, be good. We'll talk a little tomorrow night. Um, look for podcasts. Come to the site. Do all that good stuff. Uh, everyone have a uh, have a great Saturday. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs>